Anthony. Now we're going to do an interview with Chris from Wexham. He owns very various businesses in, in the town, including the, the Le Mistral restaurant. We're here with Chris yeah, Tut, who runs several businesses around Worksworth. Okay. Yeah, hello. Hello. And the Brinsburg. First up, what is your rolling? in the community in Worksworth? Um, well, my role is that I live in Worksworth and I have two daughters and a family. And more, most importantly, my role is being a member of the um, public that, that live in Worksworth and using all the shops and facilities that Worksworth has. But I also own the Mistral um, French Bistro in the marketplace in Worksworth. And that's one of my businesses that I own another in 11, in fact, across the whole of the East Midlands. So um, I'm a restaurateur by trade, perhaps. What other business do you run in Worksworth? Say that again. Sorry, Anthony, didn't what hear What other businesses do you run in Worksworth? Uh, do no, you have any other businesses in Chris? Or is it just, is it just the, uh, the restaurant? I only have one business in Worksworth, which is the restaurant here. Yeah. Brilliant. So I mean, so in terms, one of the things we've kind of extended with people on with, I like that. I like the fact that um, you kind of, when you said about your role in the community, you kind of said it was more as sort of a, a father and a family man. I thought that was quite nice. Um, I mean, how, how do, you, do you do you feel within the community of works with? Do you find that during COVID and the lockdown, it's been quite supportive? Well, well, actually, I do have another role in works with. I keep forgetting this one. I'm, I'm the treasurer of the works with Carnival. So I get involved, you know, in, in planning for the carnival, which didn't happen this year, but hopefully we'll be managed to do something next spring. Um, I think that I think the community in Worksworth mostly is is a fantastic knitted community with such a diverse range of um, different individuals. So you you have lots of people that have been, you know, that are local born and bred, and and other people that have come into the community, but 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 some community just keeps growing and finding new um, avenues to express itself through, through lots of different things, whether that's work or, or pleasure, leisure or, or support actually. And there's a lot of support during the lockdown that has taken place for um, vulnerable people, particularly where um, other people have helped them out, take them to the doctor's surgery, take them, get them some shopping. And, and I think that's, you know, it's a very, very close community. That's really good. Jacqueline said something similar, didn't she, Anthony? I think she said that there's an overall really supportive network, you know, and I think both me and Anthony have got that vibe, haven't we, Anthony? Yes. Yes. So in terms of businesses, Chris, kind of uh, when was doing the so uh, just to give a bit of a background for people listening. So how's it affected your profits? Yes. Yeah, so how's it? How's, so Anthony's Anthony's come up with all all of the questions for this for for, for both of the interviews with yourself and Jacqueline. And he, one of the things he he come up with was wanted to find out how it affected your profits. Well, well, Anthony, the the the, the business with without money coming in the till at one end or through credit cards or however you get money into the business. If it doesn't come in, then there's nothing left because you can make you don't make much profit if you don't have any sales. So we we were closed about three months during the um, lockdown of March, April, May, June. Well, well, more than three months really, wasn't it? Um, and when we reopened, um, 
lots of people came in. So we had a very busy time in summer, July, September, and we also started developing a business as well, which we didn't have before. So it's been very difficult to make profit this year because you, you haven't got money coming in, you've still got the same costs going out on, on the... <laughs> Yeah, you just you just cut out a little bit there, Chris. Did I? Oh dear, that's what. Yeah, I was yeah. So I think. So uh, what, can you remember where he was up to, Anthony? I think I think you were saying about how sort of money's you've you've developed yes, more of a uh, takeaway service. Yes, developed takeaway. Yeah. So the takeaway service has really helped when we've had to be closed to keep the money coming in on the top line to pay for all the all the what we would call the fixed costs of our business which are things like property heating electric gas um and tax and so we we've managed to probably break even this year so far but not actually make any money well, you've done well, to be fair, just to break even, Chris. <laughs> yes, I think we've done very well to break even at the moment. What's the current situation? Are you working from home? Um, I do work from home, yes. I have an office at home, which I'm in. And how has it affected you emotionally? Um, that's a very good question, because... That varies on when it was sunny during the summer and you could be outside. And I was working outside, in fact, in the garden under a gazebo with my computers outside. That was absolutely, that was really nice. Now that the weather's cold and today it's particularly horrible and grey and wet, um, you, you kind of feel a bit more down in the dumps, don't you, sometimes when it's like that. So I'm, I'm I guess... Um, it varies. It also varies on the news. So the good news has been, of course, that there is a vaccine coming down the road slowly. Um, but the bad news is that, in my mind, our Prime Minister hasn't got a clue about how to support businesses and people that, at this moment in time, um, going bankrupt or um, losing their jobs. So we have this mixture of good news and bad news, and I guess that's how it affects my mood. Yeah, just uh, just going to give Anthony a minute, uh, Chris. Yeah, okay. Okay, go. Yeah, he's good to go. So one of the things we spoke about uh, with Jacqueline was um, just to kind of give another side of it of how it's affected Anthony. So how, how would you say it's affected you with the lockdown and everything yeah. else? I haven't been able to see suit, and I haven't been able to see pond and stuff. So do you want to explain to Chris who Suzanne is from? from Suzanne's my support worker. Yeah. And how's, how do you reckon it's affected you in terms of not seeing Suzanne in other it's, it's, it's affected me very greatly. Do you reckon that's just because because your routine stopped or do, do, do you not find as many things to do at home? Yes, I think so, yes. Yeah, so it's interesting. I think it affects people in so many different ways you know obviously from your point of view Chris as a as being as a kind of a businessman and having loads of different businesses you've got that responsibility you know but that you've also got that emotional side such as Anthony has you know and I think it's is I agree completely I, I, I worry that the the government and the prime minister haven't you know haven't really got a, 
enough of uh, an understanding of, of individual circumstances or, or how it's really affecting people, you know, and enough of a plan in place without getting too political on it. But yeah, and I think the other thing is the physical side of meeting people, because I've met lots of people on Zoom and, and, and Teams and things like that. So I'm looking at people, but you're not really meeting them because you can't touch them and you you can't actually share your emotions physically. I don't mean, you know, just by whether it's hugging, shaking hands or, or, or thanking people or getting just being close to people. Um, so I think that is the hardest bit, is that not really, um, like, like your um, support worker, Anthony, is not being in the same room with people or in outside even with people and meeting them. I think that's very difficult. And I, I work in what we call hospitality. So we, we, you know, my very nature is to be close to people and spend time listening to them and talking to them. Um, so I've really missed that side of um, life in general. What other support networks are you involved in? Um, I'm also involved in a uh, charity near Matlock um, called Greenaway Workshops, where we um, are just building a, 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 a bunch of uh, sessions and, and out to help people with um, needing independent living skill help. So helping people get, gain more confidence about going out, going shopping, preparing lists, doing housework, maybe painting and decorating even, or doing some gardening. But generally anything that, you know, people, um, mostly young people, in fact, as well, need um, assistance in and practicing really. And, and so they feel confident to go off and, and do some things by themselves. So that, that's taken up a lot of time. As um, as in the springtime, I'm sure the carnival will as well, organising a fun weekend for the um, people of Worksworth and helping organise that and all the funding that goes into that. So yeah, I that's pretty... yeah we'll, we'll have to come down when, when Chris does the carnival. Yeah, right. yeah, we'll have to interview him and some people that are attending it. Yeah, right. Because yeah, I've never been to the Worksworth carnival, Chris. Now, I tell you, the, the, the really good one is on the Saturday, which is the, um, the wheelbarrow race, where the pubs... Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, you can find, if you search the wheelbarrow race online, you'll find some um, pictures and videos of, of people pushing other people around the wheelbarrows from pub to pub and having a half of um, beer and racing through the streets of Worksworth on a Saturday evening. And it's um, that is a very fun spectacle. Of course, some people end up being quite sick um, from drinking too much beer. I can, I can imagine. Running. <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 we'll do that. Anthony's just scribbled that down as part of our uh, as part of our research. So we'll uh, we'll have a look and have a bit of a chat about that as we try and sort of encapsulate uh, works with because we want to look at the positives, don't we, Anthony? As much as the uh, as much as kind of reflecting on on the lockdown. What's your hopes for after Christmas in 2021? Well, I, I'm I'm a very optimistic person in life generally so Anthony I think that once the um, viruses and the COVID is under control with um, the help of um, the vaccine and the weather improves I think most people um. will be desperate to get out and meet each other and be friendly to each other 
and really celebrate the fact that that um, we're through a very strange year of all our lives, which hopefully um, won't repeat itself in a rush, but something that we probably learned a lot about ourselves and other people as well, and 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 business. You know, we change. Have to, we've had to change things, so um, we've learned a lot, and hopefully we won't forget that, and hopefully we'll use the. The, the 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 benefits of learning to um help make a great community here and also help um you know make a better world in the end with um some of the things we've learned about that you don't need to drive everywhere for instance yeah so. very true yeah no i think that's really cool you know would you agree anthony that kind of positive mindset is really mm. really important yeah. I think I've, I think that's the key to it is trying to take the positives and what we've learned and and carry that forward, really. Mm. Um, just so obviously we've we've kind of reached the end of things, Chris. There. I mean, I've, what I'd like to do is uh, is kind of just explain to to yourself what are what we're trying to achieve with with the podcast. I mean, Anthony, do you want to give Chris a bit of an update of what we've done so far with the we've, podcast? We've had we've had interviews with with Lucy from Freemate Leo Matlock and Jacqueline from Works of Heritage. Mhm. And what was our intentions with them interviews, Anthony? What do you well, reckon? To, to how they've been coping with COVID. Mm. And to get sort of an overview of works with, wasn't it? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And what's one of the things that that you said to me? My disability. Want... Right. Just be autism. Just be yourself. Understand? You wanted to talk about your disability a little bit as well this in is. the podcast, didn't you? This is. And there was a lovely moment, Chris, and I, I mentioned mm. this to Jacqueline. Um, you don't mind me telling Chris, okay. do you? No, don't. So, uh, yeah, so when, so when, when was project planning for the, uh, and you'll hear it in the oh. podcast, uh, Anthony uh, uh, leant over to me and uh, wrote down disability. And then uh, and one there's a lovely moment in the podcast where he, um, where he kind of gives advice on people with, with autism and, and what to do to survive. What was, what was that advice, Anthony? Um, that you give for people who've got just autism. be yourself Chris. just be yourself and i think that's that's so cool you know oh, just, just such a lovely thing you know and i think that you know because you want to be a broadcaster don't you anthony yes, please. yeah and i think i think that you know what one of the things that we've learned with the with both anthony and jack is that uh you know there's so many skills that people have once you spend a bit of time with them you know and uh, mm -hmm. and hopefully that will come across with this podcast so with that in mind chris do you have any questions for myself or anthony well Firstly, when's the podcast going to go out, and how can I get, how can I listen to it? So that will be one. So, but I presume you'll tell me that, won't you? Yeah, I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd make time to, to, to let you know, considering you've, you've, you know, you've come on <laughs> and you've contributed some, some lovely content. Yeah, we're, we're, so, so we're, well, Anthony, where do you live, Anthony? Kimberley, Nottinghamshire. Kimberley. Oh, Kim. Sorry, Kimberley. Yes, I'm sorry. I can. I think of Kimberley. It's, it's, I always think Kimberley's on this side of the M1, so therefore that must be Derbyshire. But it's not, is it? It's not. No, it's not. It's not too far to be fair. It only takes us about. Um, when I pick Anthony up in the morning. It only takes us about maybe 35 minutes to get over here. Yes, it's, yes, it's good. Just down the A610. Mm. Yes. All right. So, so, and and is there lots to do in Kimberley? There is there. Yeah. Uh, there's a bit. Oh. Yeah. Because my, my two daughters, who also have, um, they have learning disabilities, and they're, they're 21 and a half. And, and one of the problems in Worksworth is that it's a very friendly place and a very good place, and people accept everybody. But there's not really a lot to 
do sociably um, for young people in Worksworth. And I always worry that um, you know, if you haven't got much to do, then that's when you sit around and do nothing, which isn't good. Awesome. Do you say that Kimberley has 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 a lot to do for you as a young person, Anthony? I don't think so. No. Sort of, no, is that, I think that's because there's something that um, just in terms of hopefully what's what um, what we've been doing uh, here has been able to offer him because you did go to confetti, didn't you? Yes. Can you, can you remember what you can you remember what you did at confetti? Um, I did video stuff. All oh, right. So, and how did you get on at Confetti? Because they're, they're they're the people that run Knots TV, really. Yes, it's a bit nice. Yes. Yeah. Because you you enjoyed it, didn't you, man? But yes. I think once the once the groups got a bit bigger. Yes. Because yes. you, you you find that you do better in smaller groups, don't you? Classic. Because I'm out of space and close in Nottingham also. Hmm. So you just want to repeat that for Chris? Oh, it's oh, space inclusive in Nottingham also. Space inclusive. Is that is that a, is that I don't know. Space inclusive. It's is that um, a centre that people go to to, to learn things yes. or what? yeah. Yes. How would you yes. describe space and it 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 was the same. It starts off as a small group, but then it got bigger. Yes. Right. right. And it's it's basically like a, a support provision, Chris. Um, and and did you, did you find that did you enjoy it when it was a small group and? I think so. And then did you struggle when it kind of got bigger? Just this. Yeah, obviously I don't want to, you know, uh, so I don't want to dis dis space in any way. But I think that's a lot of the struggles is that it's difficult because, um, you know, it's hard to accommodate individuals. You know, whereas I remember the last week, the first time we kind of started project planning, Anthony kind of grabbed a pen and started writing down these really, you know, really well thought out questions. You know, like you say, around how it's affected people emotionally and. And what support networks are people involved in, you okay. know? Okay. And I think that that shows that it's just about getting through to that next layer, really. Mm, yes. Well, key. in terms of the in terms of the podcast, Chris. Um. So we've at the minute, literally just before we've called you, we're starting to edit it together. Um, right. And the idea is sort of in the last week we'll we'll compile everything together and then we release it just before Christmas on Spotify and uh, but it'd be uh, um, but it'd be on YouTube as well. And if, okay. you'd, if you'd like, if you'd like a copy of it, I think we, we I'm going to chat to Anthony about it, but we're going to think about maybe splitting. We'll have it as one whole podcast, but also split it into se separate sections, so people yeah. can access different different things. Because obviously we've spoken to to a few different um, people it works with. I think that would be great, and I I like listening to podcasts when I exercise on my rowing machine. So mm. that be that would be the time that I can listen to it. So I can. Uh, row down, row through Worksworth, listening to the podcast. Yeah, no, that's good. I'm the same. I, I do it whenever I'm trying to focus on. I'll, I'll whack a podcast on, wow. and uh, and it tends to do the job. So uh, it's no. I, I hope you enjoy it. Have you got any any other questions for myself or or Ant? Not at the moment, Aaron. Um, I, I think yeah, it's that's fine. To catch up 